Angel fans, now that we've previewed the infield and the outfield, John and I are going to set our lineup. So who's leading off? Who's batting ninth? Where's John going to put Mike Trout? And are we going to have Anthony Rendon in our lineup at all? Let's talk about all of it. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John. And this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And if you want to give back to the Super Halo Bros for all the Super Halo content, here's some things that you can do. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. We love five stars. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, be one of our 7,000 subscribers on YouTube and become a Locked On Everydayer. And whether you're watching or listening, come over to YouTube, leave a comment. It's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Okay, everyone. Let's hear it. Get it out. <laughs> get all your comments out. I know. We, our team lost, you know. Yep. What are you going to do? Hey, but, uh, it's Patrick Mahomes, right? He's the new Tom Brady. Right. <laughs> if you're going to lose to somebody, he's a good guy to lose to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, everybody. Thank you for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every single day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. It is kind of nice to have a team that actually made it to the playoffs and got to, like, the, the big game. Right? Unlike our Halos. Come <laughs> on. My name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Hey, we're coming into our third season here at Lockdown Angels, and we're going to be here five days a week covering everything Halo. Monday through Friday. We appreciate you being here on today's show. Look, we we did our roster recap of the infield and the outfield. Mike, it's time for you and I to set our lineups. What this what is this lineup going to look like in 2024? How would uh we think it should go and and maybe we'll get into how's Ron Washington going to piece this lineup together as well. So why don't you get us started with your lineup, my friend? All right, let me start with uh, the leadoff batter. And no surprise here, Johnny, Nolan Shanoel is going to be my leadoff batter. And the reason why is because this is where Nolan Shanoel thrived last mm -hmm. season. Had most of his at-bats here, most of his plate appearances here. Had only one game batting second last season. And here's his slash line, Johnny, in the leadoff spot. 269, 383 on base. 324 slugging and a 707 OPS with a homer and six RBIs. Hey, there's that homer. <laughs> I love having him in the leadoff spot, John, just simply because the Angels have not really had a prototypic, prototypical leadoff batter for years, right? Sean Figgins was always the guy, and then it was kind of figured out. Taylor Ward was there for a bit, but when Sean Owell came up, the fact that he's able to take some pitches and he's able to mm. get on base in, in a few different ways. Yeah. He's able to make contact, slap the ball around. I really like having him in that leadoff spot. Yeah. Um, he's a, he's a great choice for leadoff. Absolutely. I, this is number two is where I struggled a bit because you and I have wrestled back and forth with what to do with Mike Trout. And I considered putting Trout at leadoff because I loved when Trout was our leadoff hitter years ago, but I do know that he's a bit older and, I think I want to have his bat somewhere in the lineup where he can knock in some runs. So I put him at number two, mm. and I'm going to have him play center field, obviously. His most at-bats came in the second spot last season. Mm -hmm. And here's the stat that convinces me that Trout is best at number two. His best slash line comes when he has a runner on 
at first base. Oh, interesting. So interesting. if Shanoel is able to work a walk and get on base, this is the perfect one-two punch for the Halos. Here's Trout's slash line when a runner's at first base last season. 333, mm -hmm. 382 on base, 698 slugging, Woo! and 1,080 OPS with seven home runs and 14 RBIs. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a, That actually makes a lot of sense. Get somebody on base, get Trout right behind them. Yep. Uh, good stuff right there. Who do you got third, Mike? Okay, I need some protection for Mike Trout. So I'm going to go with who I think is probably the... the uh, the best power protection mm -hmm. for Mike Trout and somebody that I'm convinced is going to have a banger year, and that is Logan Ohapi. I'm going to put him in that third spot because I want to get him a lot of at-bats, but I also want protection from Mike Trout. His, mm -hmm. his ability to hit for power and knock in runs during the month of September last year, Johnny, that convinced me to put to – put, Logan Ohapi here. Here's yeah. his here's his slash line in September. 25 games, 92 at bats, nine home runs, 14 RBIs, a 587 slugging, and an 897 OPS. Woo! Now, put that together over a full season. Obviously, he, he's not going to probably hit that many home runs every month, but you get some guys on base in front of him. And I think that Ohapi is going to be somebody that's leading the league in RBIs. Plus, Sean Owell is going to walk. He's going to have an on base percentage of at least, I, I think at least 330, right? And yeah. then, of course, Mike Trout is Mike Trout. He's got a great eye. That hasn't gone away. And I think that Trout will have an on base of at least 330. You get these guys on base pretty often, and all, all Hoppy has to do is bloop one in. Right. Maybe he hits a three-run home run over the yeah. wall, right? I would love to see that. He can definitely – he's got the power for it, Mike, and I think that that uh, is going to serve him well this season. Who you got at number four? Taylor Ward. I'm going to put Taylor Ward there, and this is his most productive spot from last season. Had four home runs and 14 RBIs batting fourth with a 306 batting average, 403 on base, a 532 slugging, and a 935 OPS. John, the reason why I put him here and not third is because so often last season, the Angels would get some runners on, and then that batter, typically Taylor Ward, would walk instead of hitting those runners in. Right, and right. I want somebody that's going to hit those runners in. But then, let's say that Ohapi gets a hit. I would love to continue the momentum yeah. and have somebody who can either get a hit or perhaps take a walk. And I think Taylor Ward is a very good fourth hitter for these halos next season. And he's he's man in your left field out there, I see on your on your list here. I like that. Who you got yes. fifth, Mike? Uh your boy, Brandon Jury. I love Drew. his power. I love his clutchness with runners in scoring position where the Angels were terrible last season. Drury was not. 281 batting average, 328 on base, 537 slugging and a 865 OPS. Johnny had eight home runs and 54 RBIs with runners in scoring position last mm, season. Wow. I think this is a perfect spot for him because you've got three guys in front of him, uh, four guys really, that are going to get on base somehow. And I think that what we need in the fifth spot is someone who can hit with runners on base, right? Yeah, we need no that. kidding. He's his his power, his his clutchness is needed and necessary for the middle of this lineup, Johnny. Absolutely. Hey, who's uh, number six on your list, Mike? I'm going to go with everybody's favorite Mickey, Mickey Moniak. He proved to me that he needs to be in the lineup every single day last season. He has the ability to carry this team, and he did for a few weeks last year. And I know that he gets cold. And I think when he does get cold, you adjust with Aaron Hicks or mm. a Joe Adele. And then if this is more of my right-handed lineup, if I'm going to go with a lefty, I'm going to probably take Moniak out and put in a Joe Adele 
or an Aaron Hicks in this slot, move some pieces around. But for my main lineup, I'm having Mickey Moniak bat sixth in right field, John. I like that. Hey, seventh, I see you got uh, Beefy Geefy. You got Luis Ranjito here. <laughs> yeah. tell, me, tell me why you put him at seventh. I want him at seventh, and I want him playing third base, and here's why. I want him to have the at-bats that he needs so that he can perform to the level that you and I think that he can. The question always around Geefy is, is he a guy that you know starts off cold and then heats up in the summer months, or is he a guy that is just not great when – Things need to be great, and then he becomes great when the games don't matter, when it's garbage time, right? <laughs> right. And I have him at third base because I would rather see him be a longtime third baseman than the guy that is supposed to be out there, and that's who I have hitting eighth in my lineup, John. You'll notice that I have at DH, Anthony Rendon. And I have to laugh because from Sunday, uh, there was that terrible injury with Greenlaw running out onto the field oh, and, and snapped his Achilles, right? But then, of course, there were some Angel fans that turned that into uh, a, a GIF, and it was Anthony Rendon, two innings into the 2024 season and then hurting himself, right? And so uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to start with being very careful with Rendon. Um, I think he needs to be in the lineup, Johnny, simply because the Halos were better. They were more patient when he was in the lineup last mm -hmm. season and in, and in seasons past. But I'm just not sure what I'm going to get from this guy. And I get that he's making a lot of money. That's really the only reason why I'm putting him in the lineup as the starter more often as the DH because you're paying him a lot of money. And I think you got to figure out what you're going to get with Anthony Rendon. Let's talk about your number nine spot. You got Zach Neto there. Tell me about yep. that. His best spot last season was the ninth spot, played 42 games there, and had 129 bat at bats. He slashed 287, a 360 on base, 519 slugging, and an 880 OPS with six home runs and 19 RBIs. I think, John, he's a great guy that can turn the lineup over, and I think yeah. that this is the perfect spot for him. I was thinking about having him lead off, but when I looked at his leadoff numbers last season, wasn't great. Right. The ninth spot was actually where he really thrived. And what this does is he's got a lot of speed and he is really good in that ninth spot. So you have a Zach Neto leading off the inning and then you have, you know, top of the lineup with Nolan Shonowell. You could potentially have two leadoff hitters in front of Mike Trout, in front of Logan Ohapi, and in front of Taylor Ward. And I think that this helps the lineup continue to move forward and helps the team continue to get on base. A lot of contact hitters, a lot of guys that can hit gap to gap and potentially hit some home runs. So that's my starting nine, my major starting nine, lefties, righties. I would put these guys out there and have them play. You can see that on the screen uh, for those that are watching on YouTube. Yeah, if you're watching on the video side, we got Mike's lineup here. Nolan Shonawa leading off at first base. Mike Trout in center field, number two. Logan O'Hoppy will be number three at catcher. Uh, Taylor Ward is batting cleanup left field. Brandon Drury will be batting fifth at second base. Mickey Moniak, sixth in right field. Luis Ranjifo at third base. Anthony Rendon batting eighth at the DH spot. Zach Neto at shortstop. I think that uh, you got a good through line there, Mike, in terms of just kind of keeping the uh, momentum going. Yeah. And I agree with you on Zach Neto. And, hey, you can't, you can't turn down some pop from the bottom of the order either because he's right. got some sneaky pop every now and then he'll smack one over the fence. So you just, and, and like you said, he's a great guy to turn the lineup over as well. He's gritty. He's going to get on base and steal some bags. And so you have to think that that's going to help guys like trout and Taylor Ward and Logan O'Hoppy when they're at the plate, they've got a guy on base who can, uh, who can make put some pressure on on the right. opposing pitcher for sure? Right. Hey, we want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen every single day. We're just getting started here. Coming up, I'm going to share my starting nine. Mike's going to share his thoughts, and I've actually got some 
righty lefty splits for you here, Mike. So I, okay. I did I did two quick lineups, if you don't mind. We're gonna get into all of that coming right up. Passion and drive and patience, that's what brings home a winning trophy. And it's also what keeps your car or your truck or your SUV alive. And your friends at eBay Motors want to do that for you. Keep your car, your truck, your SUV on the road. So eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, to roof racks, to exhaust kits, to LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed or power or style, eBay Motors has you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your auto, you'll find exactly what you need at eBay Motors. And with the eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every single time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. And with all of the parts that you need, the prices that you want, and that's really nice to know, they have all the parts, Plus, it's cost-effective. It's easy to turn your car or your truck or your SUV into the MVP, and you can bring home that win. So keep that automobile on the road. Keep it alive. Keep it going with ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply, and eBay Guarantee Fit is only available to U.S. customers. It's the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. Hey, everydayers, don't forget to join Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. It's the world's first national 24-7 sports streaming channel. They've got coverage all day long of your favorite sports, all the topics you want to hear about every single day from the local experts of Locked On to our national hosts as well. So head on over to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and hit subscribe and be part of the first ever 24-7 national sports streaming channel. John, it's so fun to talk about actually setting lineups because we're so close to seeing I actual know. baseball right. soon, soon, soon. And so seeing those pitchers and catchers report this week is great. And I don't know if you saw the video or not, but Mike Trout is already putting in some work on his yeah. hitting. And yeah. that's really exciting to see. I was bummed. But not surprised when MLB posted something about that. And then the comments were were pretty nasty to Mike Trout. They're right? always nasty. It's yeah. just ridiculous. I, yeah. you, you get injured the last three years in one way or another. And it's just like everyone, it's recency bias. And everybody forgets yeah. like what yeah. this guy can do. I mean, good grief. He came back and smacked 40 home runs at the end of 2022. I mean, right. season total of 40 home runs. But like he came back and tore it up at the end of... 2022 so if it weren't for that stupid handmate bone uh things would have been right a lot different mike i, I think i'll give everybody my rundown of my lineup for right handers here if you're okay. watching on the video side uh, if you're listening i'll uh i'll read it out for you nolan sean is leading off for me mike i have anthony rendon batting second and i've got a really good reason why okay i've got mike trout batting third logan ohapi batting fourth brandon jury batting fifth my dog's getting very excited about this lineup, by the way, uh, If in case you hear him back there. Uh, Mickey Moniak's batting sixth, Taylor Ward batting seventh, Joe Adele at eighth, and Zach Neto at ninth. Mike, let me get into uh, let me get into why I picked what I picked and where the okay. guys are going. So uh, naturally, I'm going to lead off with Nolan Shonowell at first base. He's got a 402 on base percentage and a 15.2% walk rate. Mm. Having a double-digit walk rate is uh, far and away – the best thing you can have, especially when league average sits about 8%. Right. Um, Mike, he also hits the ball to all fields pretty well. He's got a 34.4% pole percentage, 42.2% to center, and 23.3% uh, the opposite way. So I think Nolan Shawnwell hitting and leading off is going to be a very good thing for this team. Mike, let me tell you why I put Anthony Rendon 
yeah. at third at third base yeah. and batting second. He's kind of a question mark, like you right. mentioned. Right. I think we need to take advantage of the fact that he does do some things well and has done some things well in his time with the Angels. That's draw walks and get them at a double-digit clip. In fact, mm. last season he had a 13.7 walk rate across 43 games. Last season, Mike, he only grounded into six double plays. And so if Nolan Shonowell is getting on base, you don't want somebody behind him grounding into a double play and killing right. What, right. you have, what you have brewing uh, at the beginning of the game. So while he may not be the fastest guy on the bases, you can try your luck by pushing Shonwell to second base with an Anthony Rendon walk and perhaps even drive him in from first base with a Tony Dubagger if he still has it in him. But at the very least, get Shonwell into scoring position because at number three, I have Mike Trout hmm. playing center field. His career numbers batting third across almost 2,000 plate appearances, 306 batting average, 432 on base, a 580 slugging, and a 1,013 Jeez. OPS from the three spot. Mike, it's time to put Trout in the three spot because yep. he's the best hitter on this club, and you always put your best hitter at number three. It gives him a chance to drive runners in with scoring in scoring position, something that's been missing for years now. Number yeah. four, I'm with you on this one, Mike. Logan Ohapi is going to back clean up for me as he plays catcher. He had a 7% home run rate last season, 4% better than league average. Mike, 46.7% of his hits were qualified as hard hit, wow. which is important. Yeah. He had a 90.5 average exit velocity, which is significant. So he's going to be the slugger on this team. I think all indications are this guy's going to hit, and he's going to hit for some power. So let him hit cleanup uh, for Logan Ohapi. What do you think about that so far? I love Logan Ohapi. I have, I have a question for your one-two with a slow-footed Anthony Rendon and a not not so fleet-footed Nolan Shonowell. Would that concern you at all that perhaps you're not going to get the most out of the opportunities to get around the bags with those two guys at the top? Not necessarily because if you have Trout and Ohapi, like you're going to hit something off the wall, you're going to hit it over the wall, and then if it's a single, then everybody just moves station to station but i think that's why shawnowell batting lead off if he's over at second when rendon draws the walk that's gonna be a pretty good indication that that trout and ohapi could drive him in even sure. with just a single so sure. i think that's that was my line of thinking there um again i'm just trying to take advantage of what we know anthony rendon can do well yeah versus versus trying to hope for something that Makes we don't sense. necessarily think is is still there. Yeah. Uh, number five, Mike. I got Drury at second base. I bounced back and forth with fifth and sixth for Drury, but the 858 OPS from the fifth spot was just too good. He's got <laughs> yeah. some pop in case Trout and Ohapi miss their opportunity to drive some guys in. Like you said, he's been really clutch with runners in scoring position. Mike, uh, I, I added Mickey Moniak at number six because I think it's important to get another lefty in this batting order. Agreed. And so I don't want to uh, just let any starting pitcher or some relief pitcher just cruise through a bunch of righties. Uh, so it's time to get another lefty in this mix. Uh, there's a chance to kind of reset the lineup in terms of having a good base runner in front of some pop because mm. Mickey Moniak's job here is to get on base. And perhaps if he's less of a big hit guy, we all know that he's capable of that. Yeah. It gives him a chance to place importance on improving his walk rate. We know that that's something that he really struggled with, his strikeout rate right. as well. So, it, look, if he takes a swing, then anyone in front of him has a chance to be driven in. 
Taylor Ward is going to be my DH. I need Ward's consistent at bat to drive in runners, and he's got some some pop in that bat. So I think setting up him behind Mickey Moniak is a good thing. Mike, I'm giving Joe Adele everyday chances. Yeah, this love season this. I'm putting him in left field. Love it. Uh, he's got speed. He's got the power to uh, have, <laughs> drive in some runs. Yeah, and it sets him up to be an on base threat again if he's out there threatening to steal a bag. It's going to put pressure on the opposing pitcher. And finally, like you said, Zach Neto is my second leadoff guy from the nine spot. I think he's got sneaky power at the bottom of the order. But you might have asked yourself, Mike, where's Luis Renjifo? Yeah, tell in me. my batting order. Well, tell I me. did find a spot for him as the leadoff guy in my lineup versus left-handed pitching. We know that Renjifo is a much better hitter from the right side versus lefties. He's got the ability to be a strong leadoff guy. In fact, last season... He was a 356 average, 412 on base, 644 slugging, wow. and a 1057 OPS from the leadoff spot. Uh, I, I'm keeping Rendon in that same spot, that number two spot. Trout, of course, Ohapi after him. But one change I made was Aaron Hicks in right field. Yeah, uh, the best results for him came from the fifth spot, a 977 OPS across 61 plate appearances. Number six, I've got Drury. I've got Taylor Ward. I've got Joe Adele. Uh, wrapping that up. And then Zach Neto is kind of my turnover leadoff guy, hmm. like you mentioned as well. So what do you think of my my two lineups here? Yeah, I was curious about the Renjifo slot. And I think it's smart to have him against lefties because obviously he is really good hitting right-handed. Mm -hmm. and, and I forgot, John, and seeing the numbers in front of me is a good reminder he really did good as a leadoff hitter last year. Yeah, yeah. I remember and how was, shocked we were. It was him going down that inspired them to bring up Sean Owell and have yeah. him yeah. that lead off. And so now I think that you could actually, if, if you are going to put Renjifo in against uh, a righty, I think that you could have him somewhere in the middle of the order because he does hit well in those yeah. spots. But yeah. again, as a leadoff guy versus uh, versus lefties, I think that that's a, a pretty good way to go, wouldn't you say? I think so. And I wonder if that's how Ron Washington is going to use him as well, having him be in that leadoff spot when Sean Owell isn't in there because a lefty is on the mound. And I could see him being somebody that could be consistent there. And then you've also got somebody like an Aaron Hicks who has been great hitting right-handers. And you said the fifth spot is his best spot. And so you're not losing a whole lot by not having Sean Owell and not having uh, your right fielder Moniak in there and you can adjust some things around. I also love that you put Joe Adele in there every single day. And hmm. I didn't, not for any other reason, except I really just liked the way that my lineup was was flowing. But I think Joe Adele does need a shot this year, and I would love to see him get a lot of playing time. And I think that there's a lot of flexibility in this outfield for him to get in pretty often, especially with that DH spot open. So love your lefties and righties here. And Joe Adele against lefties is a bit of a struggle. Yeah. Uh, but you got to work it out at some point. And your options off the bench, I, I was actually all gung-ho to put in Michael Stefanik into my lefty lineup, Mike. Right, right. Till I realized he was terrible against huh. lefties. So he does bat well out of the nine spot. But just looking over his numbers against lefties in his career, uh, Stefanik in the lineup against the lefty would, would not be a good thing. So I'm willing to take the risk on Joe Adele and let him have every day at bats because I really think he's got something to prove there.
That lineup was a W, John. I really appreciated that. And you can get a W with our friends at FanDuel when you place your first bet. America's number one sportsbook is FanDuel. And because right now, if you're a new customer, you can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. And you can bet on all your favorite NBA players. We talked a lot about the NFL. It's all over. NBA is in season right now, and you can bet on all sorts of NBA options like quick bets, same-game parlays, exclusive props, and a whole lot more. And if you're not sure about betting and what to do, FanDuel has a great website and also a great app that can help you give clarity. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, and you can shoot your shot with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Mike, we got some lineup suggestions in yeah. our comments from a lot of everydayers, and so we're excited to uh, go over those. Let's talk about uh, Torrid on YouTube. He said, my opening day lineups are versus a lefty. He's got Sean Well leading off, Renhifo at DH, Drury batting third, Trout batting cleanup, Rendon batting fifth, Ohapi sixth, Ward seventh, Adele eighth, and Neto ninth. I like it. He's got the, uh, he's got the Adele and Neto eight and nine, the same things. Yeah. Yeah. that I had uh, versus righties. He's got Sean Owell at first, Renhifo at second, Drury batting third, Trout batting cleanup, Rendon fifth again, Ohapi, Ward, Moniak, uh, and Zach Neto. What do you think about uh, Rendon being there in the middle of the order? There, He's got Trout at cleanup, which yeah. is something we haven't seen very often, and then Rendon right after that. What do you think? Well, Rendon is always going to be a question, and I think what Torrid knows is what a lot of everydayers know, and we've already talked about it. Rendon in this lineup helps this lineup. I think it's just going to be a big question mark as to where you put him because he's a bit of an unknown factor because he really hasn't done much for this team in the last few years except for those moments where you're like, wow, that was really good, or wow, he really came through here, or mm. wow, the Angels are walking more and taking more pitches now that he's in. And we did a show last season where we – proved that the Angels do take more pitches when he's in there. And so mm -hmm. I wonder what kind of impact he'll have in this lineup, but more specifically, what kind of impact Johnny Washington is going to have on him as the hitting coach. And maybe that could help his approach because he really struggled with power last season and in the last few years, but we did see him make contact when necessary. And I, I'm, I'm curious if in the middle lineup toward has him in the middle lineup, it'd be great to see him come through. I just have a big question about, how much we can rely upon him, which is why I put him down at the bottom end of my lineup. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, John Rodney, another commenter, had some great thoughts about different players here, talking about Mike Trout. Uh, you know, people people want to see players play long careers, and, yeah. and he's 12 years in, and he's almost 33. He'll be 33 this summer. Uh, he said that he needs to reduce the wear and tear from the full seasons from now until 2031. Good grief. That's when he signed through 2031. <laughs> I did yeah. not want to think about that. Uh, I've been an advocate of him being the everyday DH. If not, uh, reduce his role at starting center field only to hit against left-handed pitchers. So hitting DH against right-handed pitching and then Moniac starting in center field. Uh, interesting thought there. He's yep. also got some interesting thoughts here about Taylor Ward. Why don't you read those? Yeah, he said he's optimistic about Ward's start in left field. Uh, he said Artie Ball must be confident in signing <laughs> his arbitration deal at 4.8 uh, with no repercussions of facial fractures. We did hear that he did get into the batter's box and, and into the hitting cage yeah. in November, right? And he said he is 
really ready to go and, and, and excited about this season. So I don't think that there's really any questions in Taylor Ward's heart and mind that he's ready to go. And it sounds like what's been communicated is that the team feels the same way, right? That's, that's something that I was considering with Taylor Ward, and that's why he was the DH in my scenario versus right-handed hitters. Number one, because I want to get Joe Adele in left field. I think that's his best position as an outfielder. Yeah. Number two, I just I want Taylor Ward to be able to focus on being in the batter's box and yeah. being at the plate and not have to worry about anything in the outfield because Lord knows he can get hurt at the plate and he can get hurt in the outfield as well. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah just a, a number of questions there. Um, I did like what he had to say about Joe Adele. Make or break year. Should be given yep. a full season to prove himself. Keep the motto. Let the youngsters play. Uh, why do others get a pass and not him? Only 25 and still has contract flexibility. I think Good I saw point. another comment that said, I am terrified that Joe Adele will go to another team and just tear it up for them and we will have missed our chance, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be fun to see at all. I want to see him perform this year. Uh, Germana Dwarf on YouTube said, hot take. Make Taylor Ward the primary DH. Hey! Which is what you did, Johnny. Not primary, but you had him at DH more often than not. And then they talked about Moniak and Hicks hitting righty, lefty. And then keep Adele the primary uh, outfielder on the field at some position, which I think is a great is a great idea, right? And a full season with Ron Washington, Joe Adele getting to prove himself, entering into some of those big years, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's... Still pretty young. It'd be interesting to see what Ron Washington can do with this guy and what he can get out of this guy. <laughs> I love this comment. Uh, it, it's JMJS7NQ, so it's probably his standard YouTube handle. But yeah, <laughs> he said, guys, Aaron Hicks is a bum. He's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> Calling somebody a bum is just the funniest thing in the world. He said, there's zero expectations. We have a bottom eight roster. Let's talk about the incompetence of this organization. Well, Mike, you and I have talked about the incompetence. Yeah of this organization and have waxed poetic uh, yeah. many, many episodes of locked on angels. And it's frustrating. And I get where he's coming from. I don't think Hicks will be a bum and I yeah. don't think he will be in the game enough to where he is a bum. If that makes yeah. sense. Like yeah. you're obviously going to supplant Mickey Moniak with, with Aaron Hicks against lefties. And he found new life with Baltimore. I think before that Yankee fans were calling him a bum because he was really struggling out there. Yep. Uh, when we talked about Aaron Hicks, we also kind of talked about some of the things that he had been through in terms of injury, losing weight, which kind of zapped his power. And so yeah. he kind of had to, an adjustment period there. I, I think I think I'm okay with Aaron Hicks being a, an off the bench guy and, and seeing so. him in there against lefties. Now, if he becomes like an everyday guy, yeah, I, I, could, I could get frustrated with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mike, I'm letting you read this last one. Here. <laughs> <laughs> this is great from Tim Steele, 273. Uh, he said, love you guys, love the Angels, but I live in Kansas City. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a great interview uh, with Marcus Spears on ESPN yesterday, and the host was saying, Kevin Nagani, I think, was saying to Marcus Spears, like, hey, is, is, is Shanahan... Like just not the guy that can get it done. And Marcus oh. Spears put his hands in his in his uh, his face in his hands, and he said, "Listen, the three times that Shanahan has been to the Super Bowl, once as a coordinator and twice as a as a coach, he's faced the greatest uh, football player quarterback <laughs> of all time in Tom Brady, who came back against him when he was in Atlanta, right, yeah. twenty eight to three. And then the last two times he's been in the Super Bowl, it's been Patrick Mahomes, right? right. And so he hasn't gotten a break." 
And so playing against any other quarterback, the Niners probably would have won. But you and I both know, and I said that to the people that I was watching the the, the game with, I was like, I don't care if they're up by 10. It's Patrick Mahomes. No, yeah. You and I and our, our nephew were in a text thread, and we said, I don't care if they're up by 10. It's Patrick Mahomes, right? And so to lose to somebody like that, there's kind of a badge of honor, right? Even though you don't want to lose. Right. But, but Tim, congratulations to your team, and we'll get along now that football season is over, right? That's right. Uh, <laughs> Tim Tim, I think also reached out and said, John, those drinks are they're gonna they're gonna kill you. Well, just FYI, it's just water. It's just canned water. It's <laughs> yeah. not it's not energy drink or anything yeah. like that. So yeah. just want to make that clear. <laughs> yeah. We want you on this show. It'd be terrible, right. just me. Uh, hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every day, remember that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. You can go to Locked On Sports today right now on YouTube, and you can subscribe to this channel. It's 24-7, and they cover all the sports, local and national. You're going to love it. Locked On Sports today on YouTube. Hit subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Angels and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. If you're watching or listening, come on over to today's show on YouTube. Get in the comments. It's the best way to reach us and hit that like button on your way down to the comment section. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? We're going to go back to our roster recap and we're going to look at probably the weakest part of this team. Would it be the weakest? Let's talk about it. The starters, Johnny. The bullpen has been improved. We can all agree to that. We'll talk about the bullpen later this week. But what can the starters do to help balance this team out? Who's the ace on this staff? Who has the most potential for growth? And who are we just really, really tired of? Let's chat about (laughs) it tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Looking forward to that conversation. We hope you'll come back and join us again. In the meantime, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here, everybody. And we'll see you back here on Wednesday. Wednesday.